Hello, my name is Jessica Knight, and this is the Relationship Recovery Podcast. This episode's going to be a little bit different than the others because I have just returned from traveling a bit. Um, it's been a little bit in and out. I definitely had some days in Boston in between, but I went away with my daughter um, for a week and a half and then came back. And then a few days later, went away with my partner as she went away with her dad, she being my daughter, for the first time. and. It, I definitely struggled being apart from her the first time, but was glad to at least have something to do. But I don't know that I've ever felt like so ready to just kind of get back to routine. I'm someone who loves to travel, but after not doing it for so long with the pandemic or having shorter trips, I, I think that I really missed just my routine and just the things that I think have made me grounded as I've like healed and grown and matured, obviously. So kind of settling back into life. But in that time, I've actually been receiving a lot of emails regarding clarity calls and for setting up these first time calls to talk to me. So I wanted to just give a quick update on that. And so for clarity calls right now, I'm booking into August. And the purpose of that is because I need my current clients to be able to book time with me and they have, I am pretty full. When cancellations do happen, I am moving people up as I can. But for right now, it's almost easiest to book for August and just trust that that's going to be the right time. I know when I was in your spot and I was going through this, like waiting three weeks would have felt like hell, but that actually gave me some time to sort out some things on my end and make myself mentally and physically ready to receive whatever was going to come through working with somebody to get out of a toxic relationship. And there were times where I was more present and more willing than others in that work. But that's my suggestion is if you do want to work with me, schedule that call, because if you don't schedule the call, then we won't have a plan to work together. And If you do need it to be sooner, you can tell me that and I will do my best to move you up. Since there has been a bit of a break in calls, I I mean, not calls, podcasts, I wanted to talk about a few resources that really helped me and specifically today, I'm going to go over books and the purpose of that is that you know, there are articles, there are podcasts, there are a lot of things out there, but a lot of these books are older. A lot of these books have been around for a long time. And often, you know, I think that the podcasts, the TikToks, the YouTube just sort of try and reinvent the wheel a little bit when a lot of the stuff has been around. And The most important book that I read that helped me the most was Why Does He Do That by Lundy Bancroft, Inside the Mind of Angry and Controlling Men. That book really helped me dissect a lot of the controlling behavior that I was seeing. For example, that your feelings only matter when it affects the other person, how that other person can be controlling in sex, why that person is not going to change and reasoning around it. And also 
the examples that he used were so present in my life that I wasn't able to look away. It's a monster of a book. It's, I don't know, I want to say like 600 pages. There is a free PDF of it online, but it is groundbreaking in terms of really understanding this behavior. And if you understand the behavior, you will understand that it's not going to change. The second one is called The Verbally Abusive Relationship by Patricia Evans. And that one details examples of what it looks like if you are in a verbally abusive relationship. Verbal abuse is a type of emotional abuse. And usually verbal and emotional abuse come before physical abuse. And while you can be in in an abusive relationship and only experience verbal and emotional abuse, you may not experience physical abuse. But physical abuse always has the other two. And so that book was really good of defining examples of what healthy would look like and what not healthy looks like. The next one is also by Lundy Bancroft called Should I Stay or Should I Go? And that book really helps differentiate between what behavior is just emotionally immature. Like what behavior could somebody grow out of? Like emotionally, emotional immaturity, while it may not be fun to grow out of it, it may be a stretch for the other person, they may grow out of it. They can work themselves out of it. Like that's somebody who could change in therapy. Abusive behavior is another story and it does help you understand what's the difference and also what you want from it. One of the questions that I believe came out of that book that has really stuck in my head was the question around, if this person takes two years to change, do you really want to be around two years for the chance that they could possibly change the way that they think? Or have you already spent two years doing that? Like, have you already spent two years trying? Have you already spent two years hoping? So that book I highly recommend if you're on the fence of wondering, is this person just emotionally immature? Is this person emotionally abusive? And you might begin to learn that they're both. One really old book with a really poor name is Women Who Love Too Much by Robin Norwood. That book basically talks about how women become so codependent on men and almost enable some of the abusive patterns and how to pull the attention back to yourself so you can understand what's happening in your experience. I wish the book was called something like how to get your power back when you're in an emotionally abusive relationship, but that's not what it's called. I do recommend it. It is an older book, but a lot of the lessons don't change. And then in terms of healing, the book Whole Again, Healing Your Heart and Rediscovering Your True Self After Toxic Relationships by Jackson McKenzie is a really good book and resource on how to lean into healing after you've been in a toxic relationship. I think a lot of us shy away from this. They shy away from what the healing looks like. I think when we are so trauma bonded and then we start to unravel it, we kind of stop at times. We don't want to finish the healing. This helps you get that started because there is healing that has to come after. You don't just get out of an emotionally abusive relationship and like, I'm healed now. You're going to have to work through things. You're going to have to work on yourself. You're going to have to find a bit of yourself again in your strength. And of course, you're going to have to learn what a healthy relationship looks like for you because you have just spent time not in one. All of those resources 
are going to be posted in the show notes. And I will also post them on my website so that if you would like to find them, you can. Um, But as always, if you are listening to this and you feel like I haven't, you know, that you can't find it or you're like, what book was that? Feel free to email me. I'm always happy to help. And last but not least, you know, you are always welcome to reach out to me. I do have people reach out to me. I do have people suggest topics that they would really like to hear. That does help me frame what I want to talk about with you. And so if there is something that's top of mind or something you're going through and you would like me to touch on it, please feel free. So thank you for taking the time to listen to this. I promise we will be back. I hope to be back on the normal schedule this Wednesday talking about how hard it is to lean into what a healthy relationship would look like. So please feel free to reach out. Jessica at jessicanightcoaching.com, jessicanightcoaching.com. And as always, if you need me, don't hesitate to reach out. I hope you have a good week.